We began the service with baptism, and we continue with a birth announcement. That's right. Nathan and Colleen Adent have a brand new grandson. Here's mom. So I walk in. These guys are up here practicing. They're getting ready for the service. Colleen drops what she's doing. It takes her about two and a half seconds to whip out her cell phone and show me the most recent pictures, videos. And so she shows me this little guy. He's like six pounds something. And he was on a lap that I'm sure he felt really comfortable in the reclining position on that person's lap. And the person who was holding this little guy lifted up his hand, and the baby was so restful and relaxed that it just dropped the arm. And then they did it again with the other arm, and they dropped the arm. And then cooling goes... That's how Jesus came, vulnerable, uh, without language acquisition, uh, requiring parental attention and parental care. There is a, a wonder to the celebration today, the celebration of Christmas, that the Apostle Paul, who was a wordsmith, struggled to find a word that fit, and he wrote much of the New Testament, but in 2 Corinthians 9.15, he speaks of this. He says, thanks be to God, and then it's like he runs out of words. He gets out the thesaurus. He scans through his vocabulary. He can't find the right words. So he instead writes, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. How do you describe God's gift of his son? How do you describe creator who created us and then became like us? Well, the Apostle John does a pretty good job of describing our Lord Jesus Christ. In John chapter 1, John says with these opening words, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So before time began, Jesus already was, and Jesus Christ entered into our world, accessed our language in every language, every tribe, tongue, and nation, and He is Word, and you can't say more with less. He is God who is Word. He is the summation of all that we know of God, and He speaks into our darkness, into our fallen humanity with words and with actions, so that when he said, I, I love you, he loves the Father. I love the Father, I love you, and how do we know? Well, he says, I love you, and he showed us, he demonstrated it, so he wasn't just some sort of a word that was listless and without any sort of result. He is God who is word and who has always existed and who now makes it possible for us to know the Father. 
to know God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word spoke. So we continue in John chapter 1. He was in the beginning with God, and then this, all things came into being through Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Nothing. So Genesis opens, and we have Word, and God spoke. And then we have the result of God's work. God is a speaking God, and He created us in His image. And in creating us in His image, He gave us past capacity to understand language so that I can look at you, I can listen to you, and I can understand at least the core, the basis of what you're saying. And then there's more. It was already read this morning. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. Life doesn't happen without light. Jesus Christ claimed that he is the light of the world. He tells those who love him and who follow him to be lights in a dark place, which is what he did and does. In verse 5 of John 1, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it, or the darkness did not overpower it. So Jesus came into a dark place. He came into a place that still is chaos. Apart from the grace and the goodness of God, that's our world. It is a world without order, without any sort of redemptive light from the kindness and grace and goodness of God. And so it's into that world of chaos that he shines in the darkness so that those of us who seek him, who seek his face, we can know who he is and we can know what his light is. We can know the light of the world. And that leaves us with a response. It leaves us not just with a one-time response, but an everyday response. Because he came into a dark world and he disclosed God as word. He disclosed light. And it's in that dark world that people respond one of two ways. In John 1, 11, it says this. In verse 10, let me start there. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. So he created the world. The world didn't know him. And then here's the response, verse 11. He came to his own, and those who were his own did not receive him. So he came to his hometown, to his home people. He was the long-expected Messiah, not recognized by many as such. So the world's response is a rejection and not believing in him. And then the turn is in verse 12, a verse that if we've not memorized, we all should. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God, to become what we had not been before we confess Jesus. So that when we confess Jesus, when we receive him as our Lord and Savior, we become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, 
So what is his name? His name is Jesus. His name was selected. His name was chosen by God. Jesus was named by his Father, and it means God is salvation or Jesus saves. And so it is in and through this Son who was born as a helpless babe, who is named Jesus, who is Savior, and through saying yes by faith to him, by confessing of our sin from the heart, we become a child of God. And in his daughters and in his son, in his sons, when we say yes in obedience to word, through the spirit that he gifts us in Christ, then we become a light, a light to the world, a light that reflects his goodness and his kindness and his forgiveness of us, his grace, his strength, his acceptance of who we are in Christ, the atonement on the cross, so that you and I can have a right relationship with Jesus and increasingly become like him. That's what we celebrate. In a few moments, I'm going to pray. And then we're going to invite you to take your candle and to tend to it carefully, especially with children. And then we're going to close in the singing of a hymn that will be familiar to you. And those on the platform will begin the candle lighting service as we go from front to back. Will you bow with me, please? Father, thank you for your indescribable gift. Thank you for your kindness and your grace for showing us how much you love, for coming as are we, a helpless babe. Thank you, Jesus, for your love to the Father, for us. Thank you for your gift, your sacrifice your life and light to share with us the resurrection life of Jesus and his light of who God is and how we can know him and how he would have us respond in love to him and to others. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.